welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Good morning. Why don't we go ahead and open with a uh, a moment of silence and the uh, serenity prayer. Serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. I will not mind be done. Okay, well we're ready to to get started on uh, step eight. And uh, uh, that is uh, covered starting on page 76 uh, in the... uh, in the big book, and uh, uh, it it uh, describes that uh, uh, that that uh, up until now uh, uh, we have uh, made our inventory, done a uh, drastic self appraisal, and now we go out to our uh, fellows and repair the damage done in the past. We attempt to sweep away the debris which is accumulated out of our effort to live on self-will and run the show ourselves. If we haven't the will to do this, we ask until it comes. Remember it was agreed at the beginning we would go to any lengths for victory over lust. And uh, <clears throat> uh, if you're... Uh, if you're not sure about following through with the rest of this, go back and look at your first step and see how much of that, um, how much more of that you want. Now, at our previous meeting, I uh, talked about the uh, the uh, cycle that Dr. Silkworth described that uh, uh, when we're in our normal state, uh, uh, not intoxicated, that we are restless, irritable, and discontented until we can uh, uh, experience the sense of ease and comfort uh, which comes at once from taking a few drinks. Uh, and, and I refer to that as, as, as relief. Uh, we have to have relief from that. We can't stay in this restless, irritable, and discontented. The problem is that as soon as we uh, that that as soon as we uh, seek the relief uh, that comes from lust, um, that triggers uh, the the allergy, uh, which is is manifested as craving. And once the uh, the the phenomenon of craving is established. Uh, we're we're off on a spree, which leads to uh, 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 actions that uh, that just compound our our sense of uh, sense of uh, uh, disgust and uh, and and remorse, which feeds more uh, into. Um, 
the restless, irritable, and discontented. Okay? And this restless, irritable, and discontented, that is the manifestation of the uh, spiritual malady. And um, I would I would submit that there are 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 th- uh, that that we have other problems that really um, uh, that really uh, uh, aggravate the rest of irritable discontented. We've talked about some of them. Resentment. Okay. When you're sitting there playing over and over again how the the world and and, and the people in it uh, have wronged you, uh, are you contented or are you restless, irritable, and discontented? Okay. If you are being driven by a hundred forms of fear, does that add to the restless, irritable, and discontented? Okay. When you reflect on the harms that you've done other people, and are overcome with a sense of guilt and uh, and shame. Uh, does that add to the restless, irritable, and discontented? Yes. Okay. Now, um, up until this, up to this point, we've already uh, looked at uh, how to deal with resentment and fear. With the resentments, we view the other people as. Uh, Spiritually ill, we pray for them. Uh, with the fear, we uh, ask God uh, to remove it and direct our uh, our thoughts to what He would have us to be. And at once, we commence to outgrow our fear. And uh, now we're at the point where we're going to deal with the harms done others. Now. If we were to remove resentment, fear, guilt, and shame from your life, what would that do to the restless, irritable, and discontented? Might not completely remove it, but it sure would uh, turn it down a few notches, wouldn't it? So if we remove the spiritual, if we address the spiritual malady, and we are, uh, uh, we can be alone at perfect peace and ease and feel the nearness of our higher power, uh, does that sound like uh, restless, irritable, and discontented? Okay. If, you, if, if, if through, through uh, 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 the discipline of prayer and meditation, you, you are no longer restless, irritable, and discontented, then you don't need to seek the relief of lust. Because what you now have is a relationship with... Uh, with your higher power, which uh, which allows you to have a good relationship with yourself, and allows you to have a good relationship with uh, the people about you. So now, instead of looking uh, for the relief that comes from lust, which triggers the phenomenon of craving and leads to the spree, the cycle's been broken. This was the hopeless condition of mind and body that Dr. Silkworth uh, uh, described. The hopeless condition of, of the mind is the restless, irritable, discontented, which creates the need for relief 
and creates the obsession. There's got to be some way. I can't stand this restless irritable and discontent. There's got to be some way for me to get the relief without having the horrific consequences. I'll put the whiskey in milk. That'll work. Okay. I'll I'll I won't look at I won't look at hardcore pornography. I'll 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 simply uh, uh, stick to the Victoria's Secret catalog and the. Uh, the, the swimsuit issue for Sports Illustrated, that should be okay. All right. Um, uh, and, and then pretty, pretty soon, you know, we're right back there again. And, um, and so, so uh, we're, talk, we're now down to where the, the last part of this uh, recovery uh, is how do we uh, uh, free ourselves from the, from the spiritual consequences of the harms we've done other people and uh and it 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 goes on uh to talk about uh uh, yes there probably are some um, uh, misgivings um uh and and uh and then it said it's it goes on to say uh to some people we need not and probably should not emphasize the spiritual feature on our first approach we might prejudice them at the moment, we are trying to put our lives in order, but this is not an end in itself. Our real purpose is to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and the people about us. Okay? Once again, our real purpose is not to stop lusting and become sexually sober. Okay? That's a requirement for membership. But the way we go about stop lusting and become sexually sober is to, as we've read through several times in the book, to find a new relationship with our Creator, to fit ourselves to be of maximum service to God and the people about us. I also want to make one other point. It does not say that our purpose is to be of maximum service. Okay. Otherwise, what happens is it's quite easy to to substitute the uh, addiction of of uh, of lust uh, for the addiction of um, of 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 just the being in service and and it's you know it's it's a variant of of the workaholic okay um, but we want to fit our fit ourselves to be of maximum service and the way that I fit myself to be of maximum service is that I I work to improve my spiritual condition. It goes on to suggest that it's probably uh, not a good idea uh, to approach uh, uh, someone that we've injured uh, and t- announce we have gone religious. And I like the term that he uses that in the in the uh, in the uh, prize ring this would uh, uh, be called leading with the chin. Um, and and the truth is that that most of the people that I harmed uh, don't give a a uh, a bit about my uh, spiritual uh, condition what they what they really are interested in is uh, what you know what what am I going what am I going to do different how am I going to make things right and um, and 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 it makes the point that 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 they're going to be impressed with the des- uh, a sincere desire to set right the wrong uh, more interested in demonstration of goodwill than our talk of spiritual discoveries. 
Uh, it goes on to talk about uh, the fact that that sometimes with a person uh, uh, that we dislike and possibly someone who has done us uh, more harm than we've done to them, uh, we still have to take the the uh, bit in our teeth. Um, and it says it's it's harder to go to an enemy to a friend, but we find it much more beneficial to us. And the reason that we find it much more beneficial to us is. Uh, and, and again, this is, is, is my experience, and I, I think this is what they're talking about is that once I've made the amends to somebody I don't like, and there may be very good reasons why I don't like this person, that once I've made the amends, the business is finished, and I don't have to deal with that person anymore. And, and they don't get to, to live in, in my mind rent-free anymore. <laughs> And um, and sometimes just getting those people out of my life is is one of the uh, one of the, the the best things I can do uh, for my own spiritual uh, condition. And <clears throat> by not by not bumping into them over and over again, it it gives them the opportunity to live their lives uh, uh, with without interference from me. And in some cases, I may actually be taking taking an excuse away from them. I, it, uh, there was a a, 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 a comment that um, uh, Gorbachev made to Reagan at one point. Uh, he said uh, when when he signed the uh, one of the treaties, and he says he says we have now deprived you of an enemy. Okay. Um, and and if if somebody has been using your short, your shortcomings and 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 imperfect behavior as an excuse for their imperfect behavior, and you get out of their life, then 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 now their life should be perfect. And if it is, that's wonderful. And if it's not, then they have to they they they're going to have to face it. Um. And and I think I want, one other comment I want to make is that that as I reflect back on it, as a result of doing that, um, as I say, there are people that I don't really uh, care to have in my life. Uh, but but where I know where I've come to the realization that I'm at peace with these people is that I realize that if I walk into to my home group one day, and they're 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 sitting in a chair for their first meeting that I will be able to welcome them and and treat them just like I would any other newcomer who's suffering from the spiritual malady. Okay. That doesn't mean I need to offer to be their sponsor or you know I can get them a cup of coffee show them where the restroom is and introduce them to other uh, uh, recovered people who who can show them how to how how to recover. I mean, I don't have to suddenly, you know, pretend that whatever it is never happened. But but what I can do is I can take the actions of love. And that has set me free. Um, it goes on to suggest that, that we never criticize such a person or argue. Uh, 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 we simply uh, let them know that we, we need to do our, our utmost uh, uh, to uh, sweep off our side of the street. And uh, over on page 78, it says very clearly, his faults, which would mean her faults, 
are not discussed, we stick to our own. Um, and and then it, it goes on uh, to say in nine cases out of ten the unexpected happens and we'll get a really good response and resentments of years uh, 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 standing can, can melt away. And sometimes uh, uh, the other thing happens where uh, the person is still very angry and so forth. Um, uh, uh, it, it sh- and I'm quoting again on 78, should not matter however someone does throw us out of his office. We have made our demonstration, done our part. It's water over the dam. Um, in the next paragraph, they talk about what to do if we own, uh, owe money. And um, and at uh, uh, the bottom of that paragraph, it says, arranging the best deal we can, we let these people know we are sorry. Uh, our, our drinking or lusting has made us slow to pay. We must lose our fear of our creditors no matter how far we have to go, for we are liable to drink if we are afraid to face them. And my experience is that uh, I have to lose my fear of, of, of everyone uh, because if there's somebody um, walking around in the world that I'm afraid to face, I'm liable to drink again. And, and, and again, the best way for me to be free of the fear is to make the amends. And sometimes the fear of making the amends, uh, is, it can be pretty overwhelming, but, but there's um, uh, an acronym for fear, false evidence appearing real. And last night when we were talking about some of our fears, we have clear and convincing evidence that the basis for our fear is false, but it doesn't make the fear any less real. So what's what's what, in a case of, of being afraid uh, to go make a, uh, make the best arrangement we can with our creditors, what's the easiest way to overcome that fear? Go make the best arrangement we can with our creditors. Set up a payment plan. Um, and, and, uh, uh, it, it, it can be the, the, um, as we go about the process of making our amends, uh, truly miraculous things can begin to happen. And I'll, I'll, I'll share some of the experiences around that. Well, uh-huh. can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm Michael. Uh, I'm Michael. Um, I'm Michael. We, we talk in this paragraph about, um, we make no bones about our drinking. The, uh, they usually know it anyway, whether we think it or not, nor are we afraid of disclosing our alcoholism, etc. We've talked before about the difference between sexaholism and alcoholism and how they're perceived in the, in the broader world. And so can you talk a little bit about, as you're, as you're trying to make amends for a program that you may not, I'm not nearly as public about it. If I was an alcoholic, mm-hmm. I'd be approaching it differently. So could you talk that through a little bit? Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great point. And and um, now uh, the area where where I live uh, is 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 uh, possibly the buck along the Bible Belt, um, and it's certainly the uh, center of the Christian music industry. So we have a, a large number of of evangelical Christians in my area. Um, and uh, and and so when I go and and tell them that that I have been struggling with lust, 
and that I'm doing my best to overcome this and this is part of the spiritual process, that, there's not a problem with that. Okay? Especially given how many uh, uh, evangelical Christian televangelists have crashed and burned over that same thing in a very public way. So the, 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 the few people who might not have any understanding of what it means to struggle with lust, and I, I'm not sure that, that it, I, I'm not sure there are such people, they may only be in denial, but assuming there are some people, understand that my, my struggle with lust is not especially unique. Okay? And by, by, by phrasing it in those terms, because they don't want to know about every disgusting thing I, I ever did. Okay? But by, by phrasing it in those terms and being honest, then, then, and, and, um, and, and again, another big freedom that comes from that, uh, is that, um, that if, someone calls my licensing board and says, do you know that this guy is a member of Sexaholics Anonymous? Uh, first of all, they won't particularly care. But what they will do is they will call the director of the, the, the uh, uh, recovery program and say, we got a call about so-and-so. Uh, do you know anything about him? And and the re- response will be yes. He's in our program. He's he's doing very well, and 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 we're we're advocating for him. Now, do you know how much fear that takes out of all of my professional dealings? Okay, so again, nobody need nobody wants. Believe me, the people at the board they don't want to hear my drunk log. Okay, uh, some of them would be revolted, some of them would be titillated, and some of them would frankly find it find it very arousing, because uh, I know there's some sick people down there too. We're everywhere, but but the point is the point is that 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 that's not that now that I've got that taken care of. Okay, when I when I uh, when I uh, got back from treatment. Uh, uh, I fortunately I still had had my my professional license and and had a job, but um, my uh, my bank account was uh, either at or below a hundred dollars. Okay, and um, and 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 so financial insecurity was a big deal. Uh, but but I was I was able to make arrangements for. For all the payments and 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 get get financially clear, and I did it in a way where uh, where nobody nobody felt none of my creditors felt the need to report me to the uh, to the the credit rating agencies, and and again just because I was again making the best deal that I could, and not running and hiding from people. So these are the sorts of things, but uh, but but again the creditors didn't care to know why I was slow to pay. They wanted to know how they were going to get their money. And when I told them that, they were they were uh, they were very uh, very accommodating. Um, now 
the next one, which is is a lot more uh, uh, challenging, has to do if if we've committed a criminal offense, which could land us in jail, and uh, and uh, uh, and and uh, the, in this one, it uh, it talks about that uh, it, it, that. Um, uh, and I'm in the middle of page 79. Usually other people are involved. Therefore, we are not to be haste, the hasty and foolish martyr who would needlessly sacrifice others to keep himself from the uh, sexaholic pit. So uh, the question, and this, this is, I think this is a very important uh, question. And, um, you know, and, and, um, this also uh, brings to mind that um, there are there are things that I think are appropriate to discuss with your sponsor, and things that are appropriate to discuss in meetings. And it's and the lists uh, has some similarities, but some glaring differences. Um, one of my sponsees is sponsoring a uh, uh, a man who works for the law enforcement agency in Tennessee that is responsible for the maintenance of the sex offender registry. How ironic is that? Okay. However, this individual is what is called a mandated reporter, which means that if it comes to his attention uh, that certain offenses are being committed, he, he goes to and he doesn't report it, he goes. He can go to prison, okay? I am a mandated reporter in certain circumstances because it's not only my professional license, it's the possibility, uh, it's the possibility that I could be uh, tried and convicted for failing to meet my, my, uh, my mandated duty. And, and, and this is not a violation of my rights because if I don't like that responsibility, I can turn in my professional license and then I'm no longer mandated to report. Okay? Uh, and, and again, there, there are, there, there are, there are, in my case, it's, there are certain specific circumstances and there are certain specific, uh, exclusions. With that being said, um, uh, uh, it, it is not wise uh, to, to walk into a, uh, a meeting where you don't know the, 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 the mandated reporter status of everyone in that meeting and, and, and say something that may require one of these individuals uh, to, to execute his or her duty. So, so with that being said, um, <clears throat> I, I think it's important to, to keep that in mind, um, because because if I have other people who are uh, 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 dependent upon me uh, for for their well being, wife, children, etc. Uh, going, going, and uh, and I like the term impressive heroics. If he had walked up to the judge and said, "Here I am," okay, but uh, but the the point is that we need to consider this, and we need to talk with other people. 
and uh, and and if the if the if the if the legal issue is financial, it it may be able to be uh, resolved by uh, paying the money involved, the fine, or whatever. Uh, but if there's if there are other issues, um, uh, counsel with others, and and in my mind, counsel with an attorney becomes uh, uh, important. And I'm going to flip now over to page eighty uh, at the very first sentence. Before taking drastic action, which might implicate other people, we secure their consent. If we have obtained their permission, consulted with others, maybe one of the others would be an attorney. Ask God to help, and the drastic step is indicated. We must not shrink. And um, and and then they they have a story about a guy who had swindled somebody out of the money and out of some money and used it as an opportunity to ruin him. Uh, and 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 he uh, he he admitted to that. Um, <clears throat> At the bottom of page 80, it says there are chances we have domestic troubles. Uh, in this fellowship, if you're married, you have domestic troubles. Okay? When you get here, you have domestic troubles. <clears throat> um, I think probably everybody has domestic troubles of some sort, but, but ours are, are special. Perhaps we are messed up with women in a fashion we wouldn't want to have advertised. Uh, you can you can tell you can tell you can tell you can tell how 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 narrowly this is constructed uh, for for some of us. Uh, but um, um, but the point is uh, that um, uh, that that the the question is and and uh, uh, it goes on. In the middle, it says, whatever the situation, we usually have to do something about it. If we are sure our wife does not know, should we tell her? Not always, we think. If she knows in a general way that we have been watched, we tell her in detail. Undoubtedly, we should admit our fault, but it doesn't say we should tell talk about the details. <clears throat> she may insist on all, knowing all the particulars. She may want to know who the other uh, other person is. We ought to say that we have no right to involve another person. Um, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. Uh, yes, you can know that that I have 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 engaged in in certain inappropriate behavior. No, you can't know uh, the names, addresses, phone numbers, uh, place of employment of the other people. Um. And uh, and and uh, and then it goes on uh, uh, to say, uh, though there may be justifiable exceptions, and though we wish to lay down no rule of any sort, we have often found this the best course to take. So, <clears throat> the approach that I took with my wife in nineteen ninety four ninety five may or may not be the precise course that you should take with your spouse in uh you know 2012 however i what i what i there's a process that's been laid out here that that i have come to trust completely and when i say completely i mean that 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 when it comes 
to the question of whether I'm going to live or die, I put my life on the line and I follow the process. And it will work out or it won't. But my experience has taught me that when I start modifying the process so that it better fits my unique situation and, and the, 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 the improvements to the process originate between my ears and are never shared with another person and I receive absolutely no feedback except what my own sick disease mind gives me that I am headed for disaster. And, and, and the people, I think, in this room understand that that word disaster is not a hyperbolic, dramatic comment, okay? We're, we're truly talking about the possibility of death by, by, by suicide or, or, or the, the, my, my, the way I, the, when I misbehave, I piss other people off and some of them probably would love to kill me. Now that's just the reality. So I could die. I could be imprisoned because, because I get very antisocial when I start getting into my disease. Um, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, I was, I was in a psychiatric hospital in, uh, in January of 1994. And, uh, and and there's there's all there's always uh, a space for me uh, at the at the asylum uh, if I decide that I want to go back out. So my point is that 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 I have really come to trust this program, this process, and and the actions that I've been instructed to take, even when my fear is is roaring at me. You dare not do this. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, if, if you do this, they will kill you and eat you. Uh, you know, I mean, it, but when I go through the process and, and, and I want to be, I want to be honest with you, you know, not, not everybody has responded with, with, with love and sunshine. Okay. But as a result of going through this and being willing to do the work, uh, today I can go pretty much uh, wherever a free man can go, um, there's nobody out there that I'm afraid to run into. Um, the people to whom I owe an amends that I've not been able to find to make the amends, I have the amends written out, and I know I know precisely what I want to say to that person if I run into them at the checkout line at the grocery store or in the waiting room at the doctor's office or uh, at a meeting or in church or you fill in the blank, I'm okay. It's okay for me to meet any of those people uh, because because my sponsor and I have, have done the work so that I'm, I'm, I'm ready uh, to make my amends. Um. Now, this next paragraph is, is for your edification, but you do not want to be the one to share it with your spouse. Our design for living is, is not a one-way street. It can be as good for the wife as for the husband. If we can forget, so can she. 
Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> it is better, however, that one does not needlessly name a person on whom she can vent jealousy. Okay? Well, uh, you know, and and uh, and again, that's the old thing of, of how do you get your wife into Essanon? You don't, you know. Uh, your wife may or may not get herself into Essanon, Al-Anon, Naranon, whatever whatever your multiple problems may be. But but the point is that uh, that 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 uh, I, if if there's anything that's going to make twelve step recovery attractive to someone else, it's watching it's watching your life. Uh, 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 flower and 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 grow into fullness um then it then it uh it goes on to say if we have no such complication there is plenty we we should do at home and and when and and to me what that means is that if the nature of your acting out has not involved other people Okay, in other words, there hasn't been any acting out partners because yours is more pornography, fantasy, masturbation, uh, uh, maybe chat rooms, uh, you know, whatever. That doesn't mean there's still plenty you can do at home. Uh, And then I like this. Sometimes we hear uh, a sexaholic say that the only thing he needs to do is keep sober. Certainly he must keep sober for there will be no home if he doesn't. But he is yet a long way from making good to his wife or parents, whom for years he has so shockingly treated. Passing all understanding is the patience of mothers and wives have had with sexaholics. Had this not been so, many of us would have no homes today, would perhaps be dead. Now there's a real contemplation for you. Now this next uh, line uh, uh, is is um, is something that we're going to build on here in our next uh, in our next exercise. The sexaholic is like a tornado roaring his way through the lives of others. Hearts are broken, sweet relationships are dead, affections have been uprooted, selfish and inconsiderate habits have kept the home in turmoil. We feel a man is unthinking when he says that sobriety is enough. He is like the farmer who came out from his cyclone cellar to find his home ruined. To his wife he remarked, Don't see anything the matter here, Ma. Ain't it grand the wind stopped blowing? Um, I find it interesting that here we are in southern Michigan talking about tornadoes within just a couple of weeks <laughs> uh, after after you had had some we get we get to see a lot more of them down my part of the country uh, but um, but uh, one of the points uh, that I want to make here um, that that a, a friend uh, pointed out to me when you when you look at where a tornado came through um, uh, how do you know exactly where the tornado touched down. Most damage. That's where the most damage is done. Right at the center of the tornado. Okay. Now, around where the tornado touched down, there there's the 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 place where the the, the debris the, yeah the collateral damage where the debris uh, got you know uh, you know where where uh, 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 stop signs got thrown through uh, uh, through the side side of a, a 
Brico Block uh, building and, and so forth. So uh, uh, as when we, when we go forward with our uh, with with our our next exercise of actually writing out amends, uh, a, a, f- a friend of mine refers to this as the tornado exercise uh, that you can you can start at the center of of your 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 closest family friends the people who have the most interaction with you and work out. Um, uh, now. Um, there's also uh, 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 the uh, suggestion that uh, that uh, uh, we have a uh, have a list of people we've harmed that we made it when we took inventory. Okay, that's why we save our fourth steps. Okay, because you're you're going to want to you're going to want to hold on to your fourth step because that's where you're going to find the list. Of the people that to, that you have harmed, um, there will be some people towards whom you had resentments that you but you did no harm, except in your mind. Well, the the amends for that is stop stop tearing them up in your mind. Start praying for them, and that's the amends. The amends is not saying you know when I was active in my disease, I thought you were a Sob, I hated you. I thought of ways I could kill you, but I'm much better now. <laughs> you know, uh, that's not that that's that's not an amends. Okay, that's possibly even abusive. Um, but but uh, or uh, you know, uh, and and we'll we'll talk about some of this further. But but we need to go through. We look at the resentments because sometimes. Uh, uh, there's someone that we harm that has that harmed us, and we have a resentment, but we retaliated, and that's and it's our retaliation where we need to make the amends, and that's again where it says we don't discuss what they did; we only look at our our part of it, and uh, and that's that's one of the uh, the the benefits of of having that, um, which is is one of the reasons why I I. Find the old uh, treatment center idea back from back in the seventies and eighties. That as soon as you give your fifth step, you burn your fourth step. It's kind of like, well, that's fine and good if you don't plan to go any further in the steps. Um, and unfortunately, there were a number of people who never do. Um, I want to uh, uh, to, to uh, go to the white book on page one twenty five. And this is uh, 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 step eight and a half. And it talks about this brings up a very important matter, forgiveness. Often we perceive that the ones we have wronged are themselves guilty of real or imagined wrongs against us. Nursing these resentments, we had never forgiven them. Uh, Somewhere between making the list and making the amends, there's an unwritten requirement that we forgive. Although there seem to be times when we have to make the amends before we can forgive. And we discovered that we're as powerless over resentment and an unforgiving uh, spirit as we ever were over lust, sex, or dependency. So what we, do we have to do? We work the steps on it just as, ev- as on everything else. Um, we take the action of forgiving even when we don't feel forgiving. Most of us never seem to feel forgiving until we take that interaction of giving up our right to resent. 
Now, <coughs> this is this is one of those places where where I don't really I'm I'm not enough of a of of a of a of a legalist or or you know so focused on the detail that I that I I that I want to that I want to blow past the spiritual implications. Remember when we did our our four steps part of that process is that we look at each person on the list and we go back and we view these people as spiritually sick and we start praying for them. Now that's part of the spiritual that's part of the forgiveness process, okay? Um, another uh, suggestion which which is taken out of the story freedom from bondage uh, in in the uh, big book uh, talks about uh, praying for the other person to have all the things we would want for ourselves uh, that is part of this uh, the uh, that's it seems to me that's part of the interaction of giving up our right to resent and um, uh, uh, it, it, it suggests also, um, I'm, I'm over now on page 126, uh, it, it, it suggests that the willingness and the gift of love do come if we persist. What is resentment but a conscious decision to turn against someone a separation? Thus, an inner anger, a distortion of the truth, a lie, is used to cover our own wrong. Resentment and its companions, hostility and anger, are not only the universal hallmarks of our spiritual malady, but unsurrendered are one of our greatest liabilities. Why forgive? For us, it is very simple. If we don't forgive, we're never free. Unless we forgive, we are not forgiven. We remain chained to our wrongs, unable to free ourselves, leave the dark dungeon of our past, and walk in the sunlight of love. If we are to give this aspect of our program its due, we should have to give it special emphasis. Surrendering our resentments, we ask for willingness to forgive all persons guilty of real or imagined wrongs against us and forgave each one. Uh, and I go back to what, what we discussed at our last session. You get to choose justice or mercy. If you want justice for all, then you're going to have to be prepared to face justice. If you are incapable of facing justice for some of the things you've done in the past and you want to ask God for mercy, then it's going to have to be mercy for all because my higher power does not play favorites and we're all going to get mercy and I can't face justice. And if I want to receive mercy, I've got to be willing to give it. And, and, and that exercise of, of, of uh, for me, of identifying the spiritual malady of the person towards whom I have the resentment, which we discussed last night, has been it has just been incredibly powerful in terms of freeing me, so that so that so that I am not chained to the wrongs I did in my past. I know that what I did was wrong. 
and 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 we can use whatever term you want to use it was it was wrong it was immoral some cases illegal it was sinful whatever term you want to use and and I will cop to every bit of that and I don't have a sense of shame or unworthiness as a result of that because I have sincerely done my best to right the wrongs of my past and I, I, I believe that, that I have, have been forgiven for the wrongs I've done and I'm willing to forgive others for the mistakes that they make in their lives. This is a powerful part of the program. And if you, if you, if you miss out on it as you go through this exercise, uh, then, then I think you're, you're really, uh, uh, cheating yourself. Okay. Um, over in the middle of page, uh, 83, it says the spiritual life is not a theory. Unless one's family expresses a desire to live upon spiritual principles, we think we ought not to urge them. We should not talk incessantly to them about spiritual matters. They will change in time. Our behavior will convince them more than our words. We must remember that 10 or 20 years of drunkenness would make a skeptic out of anyone. So when you've been sober for a whole six months or a year or two years and and your spouse does not find... Uh, Find that that suddenly everything is just all sunshine and roses. Just just consider what the the previous uh, ten or in some cases twenty years uh, might have uh, might have have uh, aroused. <clears throat> so at this point, uh, um, I think it's we're getting close to time to take a break, and I'd like to talk about. During the break, and it's it's going to be a, a, a fairly uh, a long one. Uh, I'd like to to uh, for each person to uh, to to select one if if you have time, maybe two uh, of the most uh, but the most difficult uh, amends that you feel that you have to make. And again, using the tornado exercise, I want you to pick the person you think. Uh, uh, would, would be best um, uh, the best person to do this with, and uh, and so we take the person and and uh, it, the you just write this out on on a sheet of paper. Uh, I know that I have caused you this this harm, uh, or I know I have done. But, and you list it, and we're going to get we're going to get a real good list. So that's going to be the amends, and I want you to take a moment to write it out um, while we're while we're on break. And for for help in coming up with harms, we're going to look at page eight eighty of the twelve and twelve. And, uh, and and this is this is uh, has has been uh, a, a great was a great value to me when I started um, this process. And starting on page eighty, 
I'm, I, I just, I'm going to flog the dead horse one more time. While the purpose of making restitution of others is paramount, it is equally necessary that we extricate from an examination of our personal relations every bit of information about ourselves and our fundamental difficulties that we can. Since defective relations with other human beings have nearly always been the immediate cause of our woes, including our sexaholism, no field of investigation can yield more satisfying and valuable rewards than this one. We can go far beyond these things, uh, those things which were superficially wrong with us, to see those flaws which were basic flaws which sometimes were responsible for the whole patternness of our lives. Thoroughness, we have found, will pay and pay handsomely. And then comes a list of what do we mean by harms. And, uh, and, and, I, and about five lines up from the bottom. If our tempers are consistently bad, we arouse anger in others. If we lie or cheat, we deprive others not only of their worldly goods, but of, uh, of their emotional security and peace of mind. We issue them an invitation to become contemptuous and vengeful. If our sex conduct is selfish, we may excite jealousy, misery, and a strong desire to retaliate in kind. But such gross misbehavior is not by any means a full category. There's some others that can be equally as harmful. Suppose we happen to be miserly, irresponsible, callous, or cold. Is there anybody who's who hasn't been pricked at least once so far? <laughs> Suppose we are irritable, critical, impatient, and humorless. Suppose we lavish attention on one member of the family and neglect others, or dominate the factory by a rule of iron or a constant outpouring of minute directions for just how their lives should be lived from hour to hour. Somebody's, somebody's identifying there. How about if we wallow in depression, self-pity oozing from every pore and inflict that upon those around us? Such a roster of harms done, the kind that makes daily living with us as practicing sexaholics difficult and often unbearable, could be extended almost indefinitely. Then it says when we take such personality traits into the shop office and the society of our fellows, they can do damage almost as extensive as we have caused it at home. So, um, I'm going to give an example. Um, of, of what I did with my uh, my my wife, uh, who is now my former wife, it was a good amends. But you got to understand, you, if you're if you're doing with this with the idea of of, of expectations of a specific outcome, uh, you really need to take a big step back. Okay. Um. So. Um, I know that I I that I harmed you with my bad temper and my outburst of rage. Uh, I think that I frightened you, and I know that I uh, uh, made you feel uncomfortable in our home. Um, uh, when, when I uh, lied to you about a specific example, um, uh, I know that, that it made you uh, lose trust in me and, and undermined your security. Uh, uh, your, your, uh, uh, security in our marriage. When I was selfish uh, uh, in, uh, in, in uh, uh, sex, 
uh, I know that that it made uh, made you very unhappy, and um, that my um, addiction to pornography, my use of pornography, uh, made you feel very jealous. Um, <clears throat> when I was uh, critical uh, towards you about uh, how you uh, kept the household, I undermined your self-esteem, and that was wrong. Okay. Um, and and uh, and and you just go through it that way, okay? And and it's so you don't need to you don't need to say I'm sorry. They've heard I'm sorry enough, but but it, but but I'm not sure that they're going to get tired of hearing you say I was wrong, okay? At least not for a long time, okay? Um, and so I just go through. This is what I know I have done, okay? And what I'm going to like I say, what I'm going to suggest that we do now. Uh, is is take a break uh, of about uh, a half an hour because during this time, what I would like is for for uh, each of you uh, to pick what you consider for yourself to be the most challenging, overwhelming, difficult, important, however you want to phrase it. But but uh, uh, what I'd like to do is 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 this will be your template. For how you're going to uh, to uh, to approach your other amends, and if you'll pick the most difficult one, then everything else will be easier. And the reason I'm asking you to do that is because if you come to a sticking point, we have the opportunity here as a as a group, and it's not just that that we the group will probably be able to give you a satisfactory. Uh, solution to whatever you're having difficulty with, but I promise you that whatever difficulty you're having, someone else in this room will run into it as they're going through their amends, and and that you they may be able you you may be able to help someone else uh, 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 by by sharing whatever's uh, whatever you're having difficulty with. Yes, Michael. Um, I'm Michael, uh, sex hot. Um, two things. I'm, I, this is this is right where I'm right now, so this is a pretty good sweet spot for me. So there's just two things I just wanted to throw out as potential cautions as I've started to do this. One is that that this can bring up a lot of guilt and shame, mm-hmm. and so just for, particularly for folks that I think are skipping ahead a couple steps to to stay with us here to do this. So just be aware of that and don't get caught up in that. And the second thing is some of the things that you think about that you know that you are trying to become accountable for can also lead to you pull up you for a recall in terms of thinking back on what you did. So I would also throw that out as a, as a caution. Yeah. Yeah. If, and, and, uh, and, and in fact, um, uh, th- this kind of, this is kind of skipping ahead a little bit, but uh, I'll say this, of uh, 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 the, the majority, the first 10 to 20, uh, amends, and by the first ten or twenty, I'm talking about using the tornado thing. The 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 ones that were the most difficult, uh, because I could sit at home and think about uh, coworkers where I had uh, where I had had uh, made the I'd gone to look good at to the boss at their expense. Uh, that was not a pro- I could do that at home, and I could just make that list and write that out, and that was not a problem for me. But when I was looking at the amends to my to my um, uh, my wife, my son, my sisters, see, I'm just I'm just moving moving out now. Um, in terms and 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 at the time, my brother was alive, um, 
and 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 then start start moving on out uh, of the people. Uh, I I had a, I I still have a godmother uh, who who has has been a part of my life, close part of my life. Who who I you know uh, uh, was was aware of the times I would go to to jail or things bad things would happen, and and I created a lot of fear for her. So anyway, I just started moving out. And and uh, and then I wrote out what I would say to to the, the the women that I'd abused, some of whom I was able to see and talk to, and some of whom I, I haven't been, I, I don't know how to find. Um, and 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 what I'm getting to is that that at some point I realized that the emotional impact, the shame, guilt, remorse, or the potential for euphoric recall. I dealt with those, but I wrote those all at my sponsor's home. Okay, um, I, I did it at his at his kitchen table. He might be, you know, doing his house cleaning chores or out mowing his lawn. But but that but when I got overwhelmed, I could I could stop and I could go talk to Rick for just a few minutes, and then and and then get recentered and go back and do some more of it. And that's another great reason to do this, right? Right to 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 take your num take your number one, uh, uh, or maybe if you've got time, number one and number two amends, and write them out here. Because if you start feeling overwhelmed, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, right here, there's a power greater than ourselves in this room. And and I promise you that power is is greater than the power of your lust. You, you may doubt that, but there's a number of us in here who know that that's true. And 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 the thing is, nothing bad's going to happen to you. Okay, this is the safe place to do that. So that's why I want to encourage that we we take a few minutes and and do that. Yes, uh, Jim Sexaholic. Hey Jim. Is there a in in your opinion? Uh, correct or healthy way to deal with making amends for folks who are no longer living. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. And if it, and and if that is the amends that you want to write out, that's fine, okay? Uh and we cuz we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh but 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 up until now we've been talking about stuff in a general way and once you put it put your top plate amends on paper, it it stops being theoretical and it, it it becomes real and and then we can actually start moving forward from this point and and uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be kind of circulating around uh, I'm, I'm I don't think that I'm the 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 expert who has all the answers I I will be happy to share you experience with you. I know Kevin's done this work, so uh, so I, he's just been voluntold uh, to help people. Um, and uh, 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 George, you've you've done this right. So so George would be another resource uh, of of people I know. Anybody else in here who's done your night step amends? Okay, so so please, please again. If if you want to ask somebody who's done the work what they did, because that's really what we have to bring here is is this is what I've done, okay, and anything beyond that is strictly uh, speculation and opinion and and uh, and and while I think it's good to talk with 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 more experienced people, 
uh, I, I, un, I understand, um, again, great example. Uh, my, spo- my sponsor had to make uh, an, uh, a financial amends to the IRS in excess of $900,000. Okay? And so when somebody right. talks about fear of, of, of making financial amends, um, not only do I have them go talk to Rick, but there's people who've been sober in our home group uh, who've been sober a lot longer than Rick, who never had that kind of financial amends, who will tell their sponsees, why don't you go sit down and talk with Rick about that, okay? And, uh, and, and so, so that's the beauty is that, that, if, that if I haven't had the experience, either I know somebody who has or I can find somebody who has, uh, I've never ha- I've never had to 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 go in front of a uh, a judge with a prosecuting attorney uh, on the other side of the aisle uh, uh, for 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 felonies related to my sexual uh, addiction, but I know a number of men who have, um, and and so I'm not going to sit around and tell you. Make up stuff about how I, what I think that might be like when I can when I can when I can give you the 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 phone number of someone who uh, who's had that experience and has expressed a willingness to take your call and 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 help you walk through that based on his experience, not his opinion. Yeah. I did this uh, last year. I took a couple of the parties that I hurt uh, most and did my amends and wrote it out. What I didn't do is write out an amends to my wife because she doesn't know and hasn't found out. My kids don't know. And I'm thinking as we're talking, that might be a good amends to write out. Okay. Uh, just in case one day she says, guess what I found out. Uh, I'd be able to have something there. Uh, and, uh, of course, I've tried making amends in some other ways, you know, and spending time, spiritual growth, and, and so on. But... Maybe uh, just what I might want to say to her specifically might be, I'm sort of asking uh, as I'm talking you through here, does that sound like a good idea? Go ahead and write, write it down because once you do, one, you, it, uh, until you write it down, it's all theoretical. Once you write it down, then it's more concrete and you can decide what do I want, what do I want to share and what do I not want to share. What would be helpful what would be loving versus what would be what would make me feel better at somebody else's expense because that's my disease feeling better at someone else's expense is my disease okay all right well uh, let's go ahead and uh, and I'd like to uh, uh, to close this um, uh, with the, uh, the the seventh step prayer and then we can uh, uh, get back together. Uh, what I'm thinking is, why don't we take about a, a, a half hour, get back together at uh, quarter of eleven, and then we'll the next session uh, will take us up to lunch. Okay. Yeah, the the seven step prayers on page seventy six. Prayer. My Creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. 
Grant me strength as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. Thank you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.